Uptown, nerd. Yeah. Produced by the E. Yeah. The HNIC, repping New York City. Live and direct, cause he always come correct. When he does an interview, it makes the streets all connect. He stimulates the brain through your mobile device. He wants to smash like the Hulk when he claps you with advice. It's all about the news when he drops and beats home. So pay close attention, shit's about to explode. stimulation by way of mobile devices welcome to another exciting episode of the atomic podcast and here is your host of the show Efren guzman yo what up y'all what is up this is a special edition the actual first edition of a pretty cool video for me podcast for him a show called <laughs> <laughs> called atomic nerd that's right this is the atomic podcast and their soul coming together, chilling, late night talking, having a good time. So before I go any further, my it's not even a co-host. The the I don't know, <laughs> just a regular other person. We've done shows before, so you know who it is. Ephraim, Mother Guzman, what's up? What's going on, Michael Young, dude? This is crazy. Like I, I don't know. Like we just started talking before you started recording, and I just got like. The nerves. I'm like, we're actually doing this. So this is just like bugging out. We can, you know, we, was collab- we always collaborated before, talked about stuff, did episodes before. Now, me and you together, Unity is like the super friends. It's like Zan and yeah, Jake. Yeah. It's like um, Tom and Jerry. It's like the crossover of, um, I don't know, what, what cartoon did a crossover like in the early beginning stages? Like when the, when the Incredible Hulk crossover with the Fantastic Four, you know, like it's, yeah, it's, 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 my it's mind is going fun. nuts, man. It's crazy. <laughs> so uh, you can tell the excitement's in the air, man. Yeah, yeah. So uh, basically, what we're gonna do is just chill, talk. There's some topics we gotta bring up. Um, I guess I'll give it to Ethan first. Cause I know you have some topics. Topics. Yeah, man. Um, there's a lot of things I really want to talk about right now. This is our first number one episode, so we're probably gonna be a little bit all over the place. But I just want to talk about there's, you know, a lot of changes that, you know, from back then till now, like, I want to discuss 80s movies with you because, to me, my genre, I was born in 76, and and being interested, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So I'm kind of old. You can figure it out from there. But, um, like, my first movie-going experience, you know, like, seeing Freddy Krueger or watching TV in the house, or watching sex scenes covering my pillow because I'm getting aroused looking at these weird scenes and stuff when in movies that I'm not supposed to be watching that's inappropriate, you know? And then the 80s genre itself was, like, really, like, it was no, it wasn't PC. Like, you can curse, you could say the N-word, you could be racist, you could make fun of fat people, you know what I'm saying? It's, 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 it, it was a different time and a different era back then, but... I'm, I'm, I, you know, me, I'm a person that I, I'm a collector of the different things. I hold the 80s to a passion, and I think that genre of the 80s films is probably, like, the best genre. I mean, I know I'm probably being biased being born in 76, but if you think about all, like, the action movies from the 80s and all, like, what people like to say, the black exploitation films or the black films, the Latino films, like, we really had, we didn't really had a foothold, but we had like memorable movies, man. Like it wasn't like 
sequels after sequels after sequels, but, you know, we were pulling out a lot of movies from Masters of the Universe, The Goonies, The Garbage Pail Kids. You know, there was... Uh. There were... <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm just pulling it out of my ass. They were bad movies, don't get me wrong, but, you know, some of them are hidden gems. Like, I could go to Amazon Video and watch The Monster Squad and not get sick of it. You know what I'm saying? And there's no... Um, cinematic universe or anything like that, you know, if you want to count like Dracula, like all the universal monsters, but there was really no cinematic universe. You know, you just had a movie, you watched it, and you just rewatched it and again. That was there it. was no, <laughs> yeah, and that was it. There was no sequels at that time. Well, see, there were sequels, but, you know, certain movies like Masters of the Universe, even though I appreciate it as a kid, and, you know, it still holds a special place in my heart. I know it's bad, but it's awfully good to watch, you know? There's movies like that that won't, like, that it'll always be in a pedestal. Like, how do you feel about the 80s movie, Mike? Because I'm just running my mouth, man. The replay value is... I've seen E.T. tons of times, but I can watch it again. I've seen Raiders of the Lost Ark tons of times. But, if, like, if it was on TV right now, I'd be like, sure, I'll watch it. You know what I'm saying? Watch people's faces melt at the end. You know what I'm saying? Um... <laughs> back then like the they would just like melt a wax face but it just looked it looked so good and cheesy and creepy at the same time because you also had you know you had uh jason even though he started in the 70s you had jason films in the 80s you had freddie in the 80s so it's like you had these like weird horror films that like due to the lack of computer generated effects they had to do like mm-hmm. these creepy, weird, like physical things that like sort of make your skin crawl because it looks off, but then it's also cheesy at the same time. But it's just like it's just right. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> and then you know, like, and then going back to the eighties instead of horror, like going, going, let's go back to Eddie Murphy again. Like, I think I don't know if that was his first movie, but for me, I think you know Beverly Hills Cop to me. Like, you know, it showed the range of Eddie Murphy and it showed like the eighties, like, you know, the the raunchiness, the the you know, the, the grindiness of Detroit and and like a movie like that, you can't see that no more, man. Like that 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 type but of grittiness and like Knight, you wouldn't be able to see like Harlem Nights is a movie that I don't think could get made now, not because there aren't funny people, but because Is that an eighties movie too? Uh yeah, eighty nine. So it counts. Oh, wow. Ooh, right at the cusp. Okay. Eddie was killing him in the 80s, son. So it's yeah. like, that's, that's one of those things where it's like, I think we have the funny people now, but there's a lot of jokes in there that I don't think would fly now in today's climate. But yeah, I, I agree with you. 80 movies, not only are they dope, I think they have the highest replay value out of all of, at least the most recent decades. Like when we talk about pre, let's say starting at the 70s, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And not only are they infinitely rewatchable, but there's some great comedies, sci-fi, horror, and action films. And even some drama joints in there. It's like, you know, don't sleep. Yeah. Like, the drama, the drama in the 80s came through. Yeah. And even like, you know, I don't know. I think to me in the 80s, like, there was movies about BS. It was about bullshit like the movie i don't there remember were some, DC there were some movies in the 80s like yeah, yeah. that's another thing the 80s people just tried things they were just like all right let's, yeah. let's see what happens yeah 
don't know. Like, like I remember, I don't know if you remember DC Cab, you know, with Mr. T and the Barbarian Brothers. Like, they were pretty wow. big in the 80s around that time, dude. <laughs> Do you wow. remember that? DC Cab. And then um, Adam Baldwin was in it, too. Young Adam Baldwin. It was... Ooh. <laughs> oh, I'm taking boy. it back, man. <laughs> Yo, you know, like, all right, well, Mr. T at that height, dude. <laughs> all right, so I know people are going to jump in here because I know there's tons of 80s movies to love, and I know we got to move on, but I got to give some love. All right, we got Glory, 89. We had Top Gun in 86. Uh, mm. We had, um, what is it, uh, La Bamba in 87. Wow. Like, and, yeah, and shouts out to uh, Raging Bull in 1980 and Dirty Dancing in 87. Uh, and Breakfast Club in 85. So, like, on the drama side, like, the 80s just has rewatchable movies. Like, any of those yeah. movies, you could put them on and I'd be like, ah, yeah, yeah, I'll watch it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, mm-hmm. it, wow, I didn't know Rain Man was, Rain Man was 88. I always thought Rain Man was like 92 wow. or 93. Wow. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, and that was still like early Tom Cruise too. Wow. Yeah, that was like that young Tom. That was like, I mean, Tom yeah. looks young now, but that was young, real young Tom. That was yeah. that young Tom. He wasn't doing his own stunts and Mission Impossible yet. <laughs> you know, he was still doing drama. Did he run in that movie? That might be one movie where he didn't bust out in the full speed. Oh <laughs> 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 uh, man, but yeah, '80s movies, man, without a doubt. Without a doubt, probably the best decade for just rewatchable, hanging out movies. Mm-hmm. Easily. Yeah. Yeah. E- easily. Like, you know, like last weekend, I was watching, like, I think they were giving, uh, what is it, Beverly Hills Cop, I forgot what, on, on CNT. And I was just like, you know, it was in the middle of it, but I just left it there. I was like, oh, Beverly Hills Cop, let me watch this. And I was just yeah. watching it. And there's a lot of channels out there, depending on what's your cable provider. Um, there's a channel called Heroes and Villains channel where they show like a lot of 80s show. Oh, so, yeah. um, I don't know, the, you know, it depends on what, what cable provider you have, but there's like, like 80s nostalgia, you know, like seeing like Wonder Woman or the last, the, the greatest American hero. I'm talking about like 80s TV now, but you know, on, on movie wise, you know, there's a lot, I mean, dude, like there's a plethora of movies that we haven't even gone through, but you know, I'm saying yeah. it's, if, if, if that was the case, we'll do the show for like 24 hours, dude. But, you know, yeah. especially at that time, like to me, like, you know, everybody talks about like Wesley Snipes and Chad, Chadwick Boseman. But to me, the first, I think, besides Eddie Murphy, the black dude I was really introduced introduced to softly, you know, besides, um, oh, I forgot, um, Jim Kelly was Steve James. Steve James to me was like the ultimate black dude in, in the movies. You know, he was like oh, the sidekick with yeah. Michael Dukoff and American Ninja. The Delta Force with Chuck Norris, you know, I think he passed away. I forgot what year he passed away, but, you know, I think the last movie he did was um, with Keenan Ivory and Wayne's on the Get You Suckers. I think that was the last one. Yeah, he and did, speaking, but... matter of fact, speaking about that, uh, speaking about, like, uh, like uh, in that vein, because the person that really put on Wesley was your boy Spike Lee, and I was thinking that this didn't count, but it does. 1989, Do the Right Thing. Because I was, I was thinking about the uh, Public Enemy song, and I was like, hold up. I was like, that makes it. So, all right, so, right thing. I like how also, the song triggered your memory. You know what I'm saying? Because the song starts out yeah. like, 1989. So I was like, word. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Yo, tell me, man, 80s, straight up. 
I'll go movie for movie with anybody. The 80s has the most rewatchable films anyway. Um, but yeah. Yeah. With that said, I wanted to, I wanted to see, I wanted to see where you were on this because, mm-hmm. you know, DC also makes films. You know, you know that. Yeah. I know that. And you know, they haven't mm-hmm. been received as well mm-hmm. <laughs> as Marvel films. <laughs> Um, and you know, Justice League came out. I enjoyed it for what it was. I mean, of course, if you start asking questions, you come into problems, but I enjoyed watching the film. I really did. I felt like a kid in the theater and I was like, yes, we're having fun. Mm -hmm. But you know, as well as I know, there's been people on some, we want to see the Snyder Cut, release the Snyder Cut. And like people have been holding on to that hard. Um, yeah. Last week, uh, it was reported by IndieWire, uh, Justice League cinematographer bashes Joss Whedon's cut saying, being quoted is, I cried all the way through. Look, this movie is done. It's out. It's old now. There have mm-hmm. been two coming up on three movies since Justice League. Anyone who wants to see the Zack Snyder cut that's listening in, in the sound of my voice, let mm-hmm. it go. Yeah. You are not going to see but the I, Snyder cut ever, but, ever, but I tell ever, you, ever, ever, ever. Yeah. I tell you this, Mike. I tell you this. There's a movie, and what is it? It's besides, and I think it came, the sequel came out in 1980. Richard right. Lester, Superman 2. People never thought we would see the Donner Cut. And lo and behold, that came out in, what, 2015 or 2012, the, the um, Richard Donner Cut? And, okay. you know, okay. we got that. So who right. knows? I'm saying, who knows? It uh, could be years from now. We probably need that Snyder Cut. You're right, because they did release, and I don't even know how that happened, but we finally did, yes, we got the Donner Cut of Superman 2, like, way in 2015. And Superman mm-hmm. 2 came out in, like, 80. Four or something. I don't know, but yeah. So, so okay. You know what? I'll I, I'll do this. Everybody who wants to see the Zack Snyder cut, how about you go in and hold your breath for about twenty five years? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Because how long? Look, look. Like the Superman two came out in nineteen eighty, and we got the Donner cut in two thousand twelve or two thousand fifteen. I'm not really sure of the year, wow. but somewhere in two thousand. And that's how long we got it. And then you know that people talked about it because. He shot most of the film, and then, I don't know, he, I don't know the whole story. He got fired or he left, and then Richard Lester took his place, but Richard Lester had to shoot more of the movies, so it could be, he, he can have the title directed credit, so, yeah. you know, and then it, it's, it's a different movie. Have you seen the Donner Cut? It's, you, you have the return of Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando wasn't in the Richard Lester version. It was um, Superman's mother, you know, so it's, yeah. it's kind of a different movie, though. It's kind of a, but it's still the same. It's kind of different, though. <laughs> you know? Oh boy! I, I but I'm but if 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 the Snyder Cut though exists, man, I want to see it though. I do want to see it. Do you really? Do you really want to see I, it? I really do. I want to see yeah. Dark Side if he's in it. I want to see like different different scenery. I want to see Superman in the black suit if he ever got into the black suit. Like you know, because he posted pictures on Instagram that there was a black Superman suit. You know, yeah. and you yeah, see both of it. So. You know, it, it's got to be a different movie, man, because it was too freaking colorful, colorful. So I don't know, man. 
And Zack Snyder's movies are dark. Like, I... I don't know, yeah, man. I I, I didn't think that we get enough during Batman versus Superman, though. Like, didn't you get enough? You didn't get you enough. I, like, it's it, it's like back and forth because like I I watched it once and I was like, you know, me and Cannon saw that. We was like, okay, you know, wasn't what we expected, but it was different. You know, it wasn't like glory of hope. It was miserable. It was moody. It was depressing, but. You know, it was it was a different take on it. You know, like Yo, man. come on, we had we had the Christopher Reeve '80s happy go jolly, everything is coliformed yeah. and bright, I got and you. you know, and it, it, you know, it was just a different experience though. But I just I just wish he would have he would have just they would have just let him finish his his, his shit either. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know if he left and got fired or you know his kid dying. I don't know. You know, hear different conflicting stories about it, but. Well, he gotta have some family issues. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Listen, his daughter committed suicide, right, or something like that. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. It, you so, know, he had he had some family issues that he had that you know kind of took him away from the project. But it, it, I'm gonna I'm gonna be for real. I saw Man of Steel. I liked it. I really did. Mm-hmm. I thought Man of Steel was really cool. And then when they announced BBS. I was worried because I was like, isn't it a little early for them to be fighting each other? But I was like, you know what? They know what they're doing. They 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 know Mm -hmm. things. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to let them do their thing. I'm going to get out of their way. When Mm -hmm. I came out of the theater for Batman v Superman, I was just silent. Like, I drove home in silence, man. Like, that's how I was just like, yo, no, they didn't just give me a movie. Of a whole, like, yo, I, hey, I, I'll say this. I'm glad somebody liked it because they even mm-hmm. tricked me into getting the extended version. Because I was like, you know what? Let me watch the extended version. Because DC was like, well, see, you got to see the extended version because that's the better version. I'm like, well, why want the better mm-hmm. version up on screen? But I watched it anyway. And yes, the extended cut does does put a lot more things into context, but the movie still. It don't appeal to me. Yeah, and it should. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, I know it's not a rewatchable movie. I'm right about that. No. It's like there's only certain scenes that are that are kind of cool, like seeing the Holy Trinity together fighting um Doomsday. Like that's yeah. to me, that's cool. You know, even the Superman Batman fight wasn't really. I don't know. I wasn't really feeling that. I was like, okay, Lex Luthor. I wasn't feeling that at all. But it's just that it's the. So, I mean, I, like, honestly, I remember seeing the trailer, and I was excited. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, I was hyped when the trailer came out. I was like, oh, snap. And then when I saw the movie, I was like, oh. Yeah. That's kind yeah. of owe me about $40. <laughs> no, like, yo, Zack right, Snyder watches Nerd Soul, listens to Nerd Soul. So, look, yo, Zach, hey, you owe me, like, $40. <laughs> I bought a ticket for myself and my wife. We saw an AMC Prime, so you know that costs dollars. And I'm pretty sure I got a popcorn and two sodas. All right? So, mm-hmm. look, next time I see you, pony it up. That's like $40, $45. All right? So, <laughs> and pay the part. So, I'm just saying, look. I, hey, we're we're going to wait at least 20 years for the for Snyder Cut if we're still around. If we're still around. You know, we're like still around. Cut, what, 25 years when I'll be 60, 60-something, no, 60-something, whatever I am, I'll be like, I'm like, oh, here comes the Snyder Cut. I don't know. I'll sound, I'll, maybe I'll sound young. I'll sound old. But I'll be watching the Snyder Cut. 
And then I'll be able to say, mm-hmm. I told y'all it was trash. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man, I be oh, trying to hold it out for DC, but my little brother said it best. These movies cost too much to be bad. Straight yeah. up. It costs too much to be bad. Think about this. People be holding down for DC and they'll complain over a $3 hamburger that ain't right. But then they go, <laughs> they go and watch a movie that somebody paid like $200 million for and that ain't right yeah. and they be trying to a cop please for it. Nah, bruh. Yeah. Uh-uh. We ain't doing this. DVS yeah. was trick to the dead, to the dead ash. Hell you do. The Popeye's chicken sandwich got more exposure than the freaking, you know, the the way that Batman versus Superman is getting, like, all the hate. Like, Yo, people are loving the Popeye's chicken sandwich more than they're liking the movie. Yo, shouts to Popeye's for coming out with a hot sandwich, <laughs> but then blowing it. I haven't tried it yet. I had a great son. Is it good? I got it. I, I tried the regular and the spicy. They're both great. But I'm going to tell you what. When you drop the ball and you ain't got no more sandwiches left, People gonna forget about you, son. It's your time. You gotta yeah. strike while the iron's hot. The iron got hot and you couldn't strike. You know what I'm saying? Where your sandwiches at, B? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Where your sandwiches yeah. at? All right, Chick Fil A got sandwiches. You talking? You talk about Chick Fil A? They got sandwiches. If I went to Chick Fil A mm-hmm. now, well, I mean they closed now, but I mean if I went right now, I was like, sir, may I have a sandwich? She'd be like, here you go, it's right here, it's right in the little sandwich yep. bag. The bat. Yep. What can I do? Can I do that, Popeyes? No. If I went anywhere, I asked for a even the Subway chicken sandwich that Burger King had. If I went over there, mm-hmm. and I was like, yo, can I have your, your chicken patty on a bun, please? He'd be like, here it is. Why? Because they are prepared. Yeah. Yo, Tell me about like, this. Have, have you tried the Burger yeah. King taco? <laughs> the Burger King taco is like, <laughs> that's like McDonald's making pizza, man. Like, like these, like, bro, get out of the game, son. Yeah. Don't, no, I don't actually do had it, and let me just say, it's not that bad when you're hungry. It's really, Hold really up. good. Hold up. So you going to give love <laughs> to the Burger King taco? Yeah. You know, I'm saying, what is it? It looks box? worse than the Taco Bell taco. And Taco Bell... Dude, you know, there's there's actually challenges of people having the Taco Bell taco against the Burger King, and it's People are liking it, man. I'm telling you, you got to do it. Well, at least I'll say this: this Burger King has real meat. Taco Bell been using that grade D meat since like I don't know they <laughs> opened. So yeah, shouts out to Taco Bell that'll probably never ever sponsor me as a statement. But uh, shouts out to Taco Bell for keeping that meat and Burger King nice and nasty. <laughs> no, I'm saying don't sleep. You got to try that. I want you tomorrow if you go to Burger King, please just try the taco. Get like at least two tacos, but go. When you have an appetite, just go to just so I can come back next time and be like, I had the tacos, they was nasty. (laughs) No, you got to do a Nerd Soul review. You got to do a video review of you reviewing the Burger King taco. I want you. I want to hear your opinion of it. Yo, if I, yo, plus I'm in LA. I got way. I got access to too many good tacos, man. I can't. Oh yeah, that's right. I'm in LA. I got way too many good tacos. I can't be going to Burger King getting a taco. Like, if I went to Burger King and ordered a taco, they'd be like, yo, man, you, you know we're just playing with that picture. We don't have tacos here. <laughs> we were just joking, man. This is L.A. Why we even try to make a taco here? So you got the official, like, Mexican taco truck outside. Yo, uh, shout out, shout out to the, um, to the dudes on my corner down the block. Like, 
you know, they be cooking like at night. They be having that little meat on the rotisserie thing, like the stand up rotisserie. It be smelling good. Like, I ain't never stopped there, but they got dollar tacos. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to them. Got the meat cooking. Be smelling good all late at night. Yo, they be doing their thing. Cops don't even stop. Let me ask you a question. Is, is that truck next to a bar? Nah, nah. It's, yo, shout It's not next to a bar. That spot oh. is right at the edge. <laughs> of the parking lot of a Ross. Yes, the parking lot of a Ross. You can get a pair of shoes and two tacos in one stop. Like, yo, oh I, I thought it was a weird place to be, but they be having people out there every night. And it smells good oh out there, God. so I can't hate on them. I mean, they, they, you know, they right in the, I guess, a prime spot. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. Because when I oh, um, when I lived in New York, tacos, man, come on, man, it's dollar tacos late at night. You can't do that. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say one. Well, when I lived in New York, there was a bar that like like a neighborhood bar that's right there. They had a taco truck there. They, oh, they parked there at five in the afternoon, all the way to like three to four in the morning. And then you know when you come out the bar and you're just drinking wow. beer, you're coming out drunk. You see that taco truck and you see the the, the sign. Um, it's like all different kinds of meat. Two fifty for two dollars and fifty cents. Oh, you're straight, you know. Yo, word up, word up. Yeah, it that that is smart. I'm pretty sure, like being a taco truck or something like that, parking right outside of a bar. That's that's a slam dunk. Yeah, that's easy, dude. Like if you think about it, like and the bar next to it, it was like the same on the same block. There was a CVS. So if you wanted to get chocolate after that, you could definitely do that. And then the truck is right there next to the bar. So you coming out the bar, you're drinking like five beers or whatever shots you're having cinnamon whiskey you coming out you eating tacos you're like oh you loving it man like it could be the worst taco uh, truck in the world but it's good yeah you, know? yo, you come out of the bar you've been drinking all night taco truck looks like an oasis man it's just like just like oh thank you thank you yeah. i'm pretty sure the bar if you if you ask the bar if they got tacos they're gonna be like nah we ain't got it. you know what i'm saying yeah they got a taco it's ambrosia food of the god super man. expensive so because it's new york so i know it's expensive so it's like you see that taco truck, you just you just get happy because you know you about to save a buck or two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's so true. <laughs> I love how oh. we veered from eighties to tacos and trucks. <laughs> Yo, that that's what's up though. That's what's up. So yeah, uh, before since I brought up the since I brought up the uh, the GWI thing, we went on and talked about Popeyes. What's your next thing that you? Because I know you brought up some stuff that you wanted to get into. In our first, in our first show. Yeah, um, we could talk about like some recent things that are, that are happening now in our era now. You know, um, with the whole Spider-Man fiasco. Like my take on that is, I'm disappointed that that he's on the MCU no more. Like they set it up really lovely that he was gonna like be the next like Tony Stark or whatnot. But then again, yeah. like in hindsight. It's like I just hate it. I just hate. I, I just. I just hate when things doesn't have any closure. I just hate things, you know, leaving left in the air. But I'm kind of interested to see now what Sony's going to do with it now because they, you know, what I'm saying like Spider-Man Two is a, still an awesome freaking movie. You know, the, the, um, I'm talking about the Tobey Maguire one. That's still a great freaking oh. comic movie, you know, no matter what. You know, but All right, okay. I just think, yeah, I, I just think they. I don't know, man. I, I I just think it's it's. I'm saying I'm just a, a fan looking in. I have no inside scoop. I'm just a fan looking in, thinking it's a bad move, man. Like if, well, you know, as 
Well, as someone who has the inside scoop on Sony's deal, no, I don't. I, I have no idea. But I'll say this. <laughs> I was like, where? Um, I'm a Sony, <laughs> uh, Sony, 50, 50% is a lot to ask. If that, if that's a real number, because we've seen 30%, we've seen 50%, you know, so mm-hmm. we've seen from 30 up to half. But your Spider-Man movies have never made more money than when Disney slash Marvel got involved. So mm-hmm. do you want 100% of no money or do you want half of over a billion dollars? Because mm-hmm. that's what we're trying to make. Let's go in and yeah. get this money. Now, Sony's problem is Sony had a lot of success. And Sony thinks their success is because of them. And let me let you know why it's not because of them. Because they have two other franchises that they have blown recently. Ghostbusters mm-hmm. was not a good mm-hmm. return to form. Um, yeah. Men in Black, they came out this year. Did you hear a lot of noise mm-hmm. about that when they dropped? You want to know why mm-hmm. you didn't? Because it wasn't good. So, mm-hmm. the other two franchises that they had they could have got off the ground that didn't have Marvel or Disney's involvement. Look at what they did with them. Now, I know people are going to be like, yo, nerd soul, but you tripping, son. Ghostbusters is coming back out. They rebooting it again. And I'm like, or they're doing a, a technically a Ghostbusters 3, kind of forgetting the one that they made in 2015, 16 or whatever, and coming yeah. off the Ghostbusters 2 storyline. And I'm like, that's cool. But they had to get their butt whooped to learn that, like, especially yeah. now that we know that there were like three, four, five scripts for Ghostbusters 3 that could have been in the works, but they were like, nah, son, we're going to do something different. We're going to use, yo, Paul Feig is not the director for a Ghostbusters movie. He's just not. Now, Spy, mm-hmm. Spy was mad funny because that's his thing. Ghostbusters ain't. And, yeah. Before someone jumps on me about some women stuff, no. In the Ghostbusters cartoon, you have Mel. She's a, a FBI agent that kind of quits and starts working for the Ghostbusters. Then you have Janine, and you have, uh, what is her name, Kylie, that's from the animated series, but they kind of brought her into the comics. So you could have had those three women, plus there's two other women that come from like a rival kind of Ghostbusting team that they work. So you could have had a total of five women in there that actually work with the storyline. So it ain't about women. It's about you made a whack movie. So you had mm-hmm. to get that butt tapped. So look at what happened with the franchises you got. Franchises that make money. Men in Black had three movies before this and an animated series that was good. But what you do now, mm-hmm. you blew it again. And you had, you had Thor and uh, um, Valkyrie who had just seen tons of success in Thor Ragnarok. So how you blow that, son? How you blow that? Come on, man. Sony need to grow up, son. Like, look, they should have been like, I right, half, you don't like it, but let's go on and keep this money flowing. If, if JD has taught us anything from making dope beats, it's to let the dollar circulate. You know what I'm saying? Let the dollar circulate. And they ain't trying to let the dollar circulate, man. But that's how I feel. Man. <laughs> I know, and then just, I'm just, I'm just, uh, like, I'm just really curious about Spider-Man, because I just want to see what story, what the writers do, what storyline they're going to come up with. <laughs> you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, or can, can, he, can he 
costume, like is, is it gonna be a different costume? Because is that costume from Marvel Studios? Like I, I, I don't I don't get a lot of the stuff that's on here. Like I just wanna know what what's the deal, you know? Um I guess they can if Sony say if Sony goes straight from Far From Home. And if you haven't seen Far From Home, you're about to get a spoiler or two. But if you haven't seen it by now, you probably just didn't want to see it or you were trying to wait for it to come on home video because you're just being cheap like that. So, um, <sighs> hmm. They can't follow the Nick Fury storyline. They can't really follow the storyline of the dude that took the, um, the, uh, the Tony Stark, uh, the, the download for Tony Stark. They can't use mm-hmm. that per se. But they could still use the whole thing with J. Jonah Jameson, so they could use that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they could still use some stuff. Um, and just, they can't really mention Tony no more. Um, yeah. uh, they can't mention the blip either, like the whole snap. Uh, yeah, that's, that's it. You know what? They can't really mention the snap like that. I mean, they'll probably work something out where they'll be like, yo, you can mention the snap. Go on. It's not a big deal. But yeah. that all depends because that, Whole snap, the snap was from Thanos. That's a Marvel property thing. So yeah. I wonder if they'll let. I, I guess I mean it would be it would be good form for Marvel to be like if you want to mention the snap sometime in the future you can or what the kids yeah. called it in the movie the blip. But you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. like I guess they can use that sort of because it's something that happened to him or maybe anything that directly <laughs> happened to him he can mention maybe. Yeah. But like, I honestly think he can mention anything related with Snap, Thanos, um, um, scrolls, nothing. I don't think you know. Yeah, scrolls. He can mention probably mention Mysterio. Yeah, he can mention Mysterio exposing him, but he he can't say yeah, that Mysterio, Mysterio worked for Tony Stark. Yeah, yeah you can't yeah, mention by that Mysterio worked for Stark. So, but yeah. if they could still do it without mentioning the Snap, because they could just be like, "Hey, we mentioned it." It's over. People moved on. Even though the snap yeah. is a pre for half of life on the earth to disappear and then five years later reappear, people gonna talk mm-hmm. about that for a while. But, but in the movie in the movie world, you can just be like, Hey, people are over it, man. They ain't talking about it. they got real yeah. life. All right, they got things to deal with. So you can yeah. just say that they don't, you know, mention it no more and they just moving on. But yeah. if I was Sony, I'd be like, I right, check it. I can't do half. How about 40? How about like 42? 42%, 40, 45%, something like that. You know what I'm saying? Cause, yeah. dude, the ability to have Marvel characters in your film is mm-hmm. just as important. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's exactly. no way they don't realize the value. And honestly, let, let's be for real. We've seen Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2. You know, we see what happened when Sony tried to get in on Spider-Man 3. We know yeah. everything from Far From Home and Homecoming was all Marvel. Let's be for real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, was, let's, mm-hmm. let's go and be for real. It was all Marvel. Let's not find, mm-hmm. like, you know, like, oh, no, man, Sony was doing bad creative stuff. Marvel was just hanging back. No. <laughs> Marvel was like, look, slide to the side. We got this. Let's make something dope IP. Like, yeah. that's pretty much what happened. So we'll see because every, every other day you hear Sony saying the, the negotiations is over. 
Then you'll hear something else. No, no, he's still going. Then you hear it. So um, we we don't know. We'll we'll maybe by the end of the year we'll know for sure for sure. Um, But speaking about the end of the year, how you feeling about that Star Wars though? Wow, um, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm, like, it's weird because I think I'm more excited about the Mandalorian than I am about the Rise of Skywalker. But like, I, why, I, I, I want the closure. I just want the closure. I just want to know how right. it ends, you know. And you know, I just want to, I just want a finality to it. And you know, you know, moving on from like the whole Skywalker thing to like the whole, you know, the Star Wars is a big universe, and it's like, there's always, you know. It's always centered on the Skywalkers, but like it's a it's a bigger world, man. Like yeah. especially like the trailer for the Mandalorian, dude. Like this is like a whole underground network of like bounty hunters and and and, and, and the dope thing about that is that'll start to give people sort of what they wanted. So the people that don't want the movies can still check out Mandalorian and vice versa. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Allow them to step their game up. Yeah, but the Rise of Skywalker, I'm just di- I'm just dying to see how this ends. I just I just I just want to see a finality, man. You know, you know, really in movies, nothing's really nothing's ever really final. But you know, true, true. I'm hoping I hope you know I'm hoping to see an ending. I want to see you know Carrie Fisher's Leia's character get closure. I want to see Mark Hamill get closure. I just want to see like what what what's the end what's the end point from. Episode one to three, from four to six, now from seven to nine. I just want to see what happens. Yeah, and matter of fact, speaking of speaking of Carrie Fisher, shout out to J.J. Abrams for shooting tons of extra footage that looks like it fits. Like you see her in the trailer, and it looks like it fits. Like mad. That's that's why I be wondering sometimes. Like I think J.J. Abrams had always had always known either I'm gonna do seven and eight, or I'm going to do seven and nine. Because this footage looks to fit way too well for something that's just, like, leftover footage. No, it's like, dude, y'all shot, like, extra full scenes for something that y'all like, oh, we're going to use this later kind of thing. It's like, hey, we got all we got all the cast, we got all the crew here. Let's just go in and shoot some extra stuff that we can use in another movie or another TV show or something like that. Because it's like, you know how you see something and it looks like it was just cut from a TV show and just, you know, framed in a weird way? But nah, yeah. all of her interactions, at least in the trailer, look, I mean, they fit. And it's like, mm, I feel like y'all have plans for J.J. to come back, like, way before, you know, like, way before mm-hmm. we do. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, way, way yeah. before we do. Yeah, something was brewing there, especially with the the Last Jedi, I guess, you know, they, either they wanted JJ to close it off or whatnot because you know the the last shot I was pretty much a decide like indecisive. Like some people love it, some people hate it, you know. But yeah, last you know, Jedi, last Jedi for me was like uh, it for me it was it was the wake up call that a lot of our characters needed. Yeah, and it was sobering. Uh, and then, of course, the subversion, uh, you know, the subversion of the expectations, you know, mm-hmm. it hit people differently. I'll say yep. that. Yep. It, it hit people differently. I thought it was yep. cool, but other people were not feeling it as much as I was. I thought it was fine. I, I dug it. Yeah. 
Um, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, a lot of people that. lost like, it, learned their lessons. Yeah, like I didn't really dig it. Like when Luke threw out the saber, I'm like, what are you doing? Luke wouldn't do that, you know? Like in my mind, I'm like, oh my god! Like I thought he was gonna be like a Mr. Miyagi and shit, but like he turned out like a, like he was bitter and whatnot. But you know, I guess it served a purpose for that story. But like in my in my vision, I I picture him like training her and coming back and fighting him later, and like the reunion of all the 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 original three, but. We'll, we'll never get that, you know. Yeah, yeah, like it, and even because even I was like, I was like, hold up, what? But then when you see what goes on with um, uh, when you see kind of that, even even Yoda has to come back and still drop gems on him. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. yo, it, you know, it just it just goes to show that. You know, like, Obi-Wan was always how Obi-Wan was going to be. Like, Luke was mm-hmm. always going to be this, like, go ahead first, then be unsure, then be unsure, then go ahead first, then be unsure mm-hmm. kind of person. He was always going to be that. And Yoda mm-hmm. had to come back and still drop dimes on him. Yeah. Um. So it was like, it, it, just, it just hurt to see that he had fell so far, but... It's one of those real moments of like, yo, you can't. Sometimes you shouldn't meet your heroes. And mm-hmm. to to Ray, Luke was a hero. And then when mm-hmm. she met him, it was like, uh, excuse me, I don't know if you know, but you're supposed to be a hero. And he's like, no, mm-hmm. uh, I gave up on this stuff. I hate it, and I don't care anymore. Yeah. And it's like, uh, that's not what I expected you to do. And yeah. who knows? But we'll see, I guess, the sort of closing in December. Yeah. And I'm just right around the corner, man, right around the corner. And we'll get our closure. <laughs> right around the corner. Yeah. It, it's fast approaching. Dude, that's three more months, man. You think about it. October, November, December, man. It's three more months. And that's like, it's going to come in like water, man. Gonna get that get that Mandalorian real quick. It's gonna be hot. Yeah, my own man. Get that Star Wars. Dude, I have Amazon, Netflix, now Disney Plus, like all these apps and streaming services. My God, dude, there's like soon like Spectrum and Optimum and all this other TV stuff is not gonna exist no more, man. We're just gonna be living on apps and YouTube and whatnot. Yeah, it's like yo, just give me the internet. I'm cool. (laughs) Yep. But I still I I still like TV man I still like Spectrum and I still like some of those channels that they have there you know like where am I gonna find the Golden Girls on Amazon (laughs) you know so like who knows man like you know with with all of the with all of the I get they have tons of streaming services I mean I've said this before (laughs) I think what will survive You'll have Netflix. Netflix will survive. Um, mm-hmm. Disney Plus, I think, is going to get a good footing. And I think Hulu mm-hmm. will do a lot better now that Disney is kind of in control and putting all of their more adult content on Hulu. So, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like the Ghost Rider series and stuff like that. Like, yeah. man, Hulu going to be straight. Um, mm-hmm. Now, I don't know... 
about yeah, I, I don't know about like CBS All Access, man. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I know the whole Star Trek now. Now there's like this. I think the Discovery controversy now. I just read recently. Well, today I should say. Did you read about that about the Star Trek Discovery, like the writers thing? No. What what happened? Look it up right now on the computer if you can. Somebody said the N-word or something like that. and right. I don't know. I was like, oh. Really, though? Yeah, really? Check it out. Yeah. Come on. Something man. about, yeah, a writer said the N-word or something like that. And I don't know, something with the writing, right, in a writer's group. I was just, it was like, I just looked at it, I just glanced at it. I was like, oh, great. And something else was going on now with Star Trek. This is for Discovery. Man. So you can't. Can't have nothing in these streets, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm still interested in seeing Picard. I want to see how that turns out. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Man, it, mm-hmm. Picard should be kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I think, I think it's, you know, it's for the nostalgia. I think people just want nostalgia back too, in a way. You know how people say. Oh, don't don't keep going to the well too often, or you want this, you want to you know, relive your past. But some things you just you know, Picard is a great character, and just people want to see what's he doing now, what's what's he up to now, like what why did yeah. he do Starfleet, you know? Oh, they gonna see. Oh, they gonna see. Oh, they gonna see for real. Yeah. Like I'm pretty sure, even you know, even in his seasoned age. You know, Picard is going to, he's probably going to get into some stuff. Because he looked mad cool on a poster. Yeah. He got a, he got a dog, like, stood mm-hmm. in the background, looking all cool. It's like, he, he try to act like he's on a farm, but, like, you know, he's going to, like, whoop somebody up, like, real serious. Yeah. He's like old man Logan, old man Picard now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, shout out to, uh, shout out to Picard. Uh, Discovery, which should not be behind a paywall, but Discovery, straight up, Star Trek Discovery may have the best season finale this year. And it's going unnoticed because it's behind the paywall. Like, Star Trek Discovery is a dope show. It's crazy. Oh, really? You watch it like that? Yo, man. Yeah, I've been reviewing it. Like, Star Trek Discovery is that flame, son. Like, don't sleep. Don't sleep on that show. Too much hot. Yeah. Like, I know there's a lot of people, you know, like, like if you go on, if you, like, search, you know, like, uh, um, Star Trek Discovery, there's, there's enough hate for it, but, you know, like, the show is, the show is fire. Um, but yeah. speaking on the, uh, article you were talking about, um, the rap, uh, reports that, um, Arthur, is it Arthur? Oh, no. Uh, Walter Mosley, um, okay. he quit Star Trek Discovery after CBS HR called him, uh, on oh, using, uh, after they called him on using the N word in the writing's room. So oh, he okay. used it, um, and the HR, you know, called him on it. They were like, probably like, yo, what you doing? You wilding. And he quit. Um, but it says, uh, novelist and screenwriter Walter Mosley has quit as a writer on the CBS All Access, Access series, Star Trek Discovery, after disagreeing with the company's 
human resources department over his use of the N-word in the writer's room, the rap has learned. So uh, Mosley, who is African-American, said in a New York Times op-ed published Friday that he quit after being contract, I mean, contacted by HR because someone complained. Mosley didn't name the CBS studios uh, Star Trek uh, or Star Trek Discovery in the op-ed, but an individual with knowledge of the situation said that he left the show of his own accord following the discussion with HR, but, has, but was not reprimanded. Um, wow. So, however that went down, like you know, you know, they're they're saying yo, they still got mad respect for him, but I guess they couldn't come to an agreement about his, you know, I guess verbal linguistics <laughs> inside the writers' room. <laughs> well. Uh, good and everything everything goes back to the eighties. You can't be like that, you know, this is a different era now. You can't, yeah, you can't, can't like yeah, you, know, you can't be doing that. You can't be dropping in that that in the writer's room, son. It's like, yo. Imagine no. he's like, oh, like I'm just picturing like he's like, nigga, you did it wrong, man. What's wrong with you? Like, so, <laughs> whoa, 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 son, whoa. It's like, whoa, what are you doing? This this is CBS all like, right. Like, what oh man, like oh. I don't know, man. There's certain things you can't do anymore. You can't do. Yeah. So we'll see how that shakes out. Star Trek Discovery, I still champion it. Um, dope show. Should not be behind a paywall. CBS. CBS watches the show. Yeah, and when I say CBS, I mean everybody in CBS. CBS watches yeah. the show. All of the employees. Look, put Star Trek Discovery on regular TV, because right, y'all got mad trash, like, and whack TV shows. Star Trek Discovery is one of your dopest shows. Put it on your regular shows, and like people can see it because it's straight flame. Yeah, get rid of the NCIS. I don't know if you're a fan of it, but I'm like, okay, I don't watch it. Oh but. yeah, NCIS. <laughs> okay, that's where LL Cool J, and Crystal, or Crystal Donald got their play now. They're they're big time there. Yeah, man. They're, 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 yeah, NCIS from Louisiana, whatever they were. Yeah. California. <laughs> you know, that's like, that's, um, that's their CSI now. <laughs> NCIS. Yeah. All right, man. Don't, don't get me started. Like, <laughs> oh boy. Don't get me started. Uh, oh, I did want to, uh, give a shout out to everybody who has been keeping me up through Twitter on House of X. Uh, I haven't read the comic yet, but I know it's an issue for, I'm going to get up to it. Because nerd without uh, blurred without fear has been tweeting about it. Like nerds of color been tweeting. Like it's it's apparently flames. Uh, shouts to Mark Bernardin, uh, um, George. Like there, there's so many people that are like tweeting, and I'm seeing, and I I need to read it. I need to read it super fast. Oh, man. I haven't read a comic in a long time. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, the um, old era, like, the, where the Marvel Universe comics, where you have the bios on people, like, that's how long I haven't read any comics. Yeah. Dang. I, well, um, let's see. We had, we had time. We got a little overtime, if, if you want. What, uh, what else you got? What else you got going over there? Well, I'm saying there's a lot, you know, like, with, um, the whole, like, the comic movies and, DC, like, they're trying to, like, change their format now. You see, like, the Birds of Prey trailer, the separate Joker movie, which is, I don't know, if it's the Elseworlds or if it's his own universe thing. So <coughs> DC's uh, done a lot of, 
you know, the, the whole eight minute standing ovation thing for the Joker now. It's getting, you know, you know, people are talking about it should be nominated Don't for Oscars. Like, what's going on? No, <laughs> like, don't trust that. Huh? Don't, don't trust that. Nah. Nah, bro. Uh-uh. I don't trust that. Every oh, time. I don't know, man. When, when, when there's smoke, there's fire, man. I don't know. <laughs> uh, my bad. Uh, excuse me. But, um, nah. Movies stay getting standing ovations at film festivals. Don't believe the hype. Film festivals are full of, like, I don't know, standing ovation ready people or something. Like, yo, every time someone goes to a festival, you'll hear, like, oh, this movie's so great. Oh, this movie changed my life, blah, blah, blah. And you go watch it, and you be like, oh, wait, it's all right. And not to say mm-hmm. that I'm, I'm thinking the movie is whack, but an eight-minute standing ovation, bruh, <laughs> get off it, all right? You've done enough. Like, eight minutes, eight minutes. Do you know how long eight minutes is? Like, if you're listening to this show, like, what I want you to do sometime later today, I want you to just sit and look at the clock and watch eight minutes go by. And then think to yourself, someone stood up, no, a whole group of people, a whole movie theater stood up for that long and clapped for a movie. Come on, man. People be doing that stuff because the actors and the directors are there. It's it, it's a lot of, there's a lot of, you know, pe- people are happy to be there because the stars are there and the celebrities are there. And it's, it's you know, people want to be seen. I, I think that's the best way I can say it without hurting, hurting some folks' feelings. But, you know, man, people, people be clout chasing. And, like, one of the easiest way to clout chase is to, like, overly congratulate a movie that's probably going to come out. We're going to be like, oh, it's all right. And, like, like trust me, the Joker, I, I'll put my money on this. The Joker will not get an eight-minute standing ovation when it comes out in the theater. It won't even get a one-minute standing ovation. Wow. Like, people will be like, oh, it's dope. You know, the people be like, oh, word, it's cool. I had a good time. Like, a uh, standing ovation. State of ovation. Mm-hmm. You think this is Hamilton? Yeah, out here. <laughs> Do you think it will get more recognition than Batman vs Superman? From the trailer, maybe so. Wow. Maybe so. From the trailer, it looks like it might. Wow. Man. That's big because like Batman and Superman, like the two biggest stars out of like the whole DC. Man, yeah. That movie should have been dope, but Joker, we'll see. Because Joker does have an uphill battle um, because, you know, people know the Joker, but now you're also saying this is a Joker and there's no Batman. That's the uphill battle it's going to have to play. But, you know, hey, you got Thomas Wayne in there, you know what I'm saying? So you got Batman Daddy before he got killed. Oh, man. That's like freaking Pennyworth on epics. You know, you got Pennyworth and you got all these other side that side DC characters and Krypton being canceled and whatnot. Yeah, like, you know, yo, much love, much love. Rest in peace to Krypton. Um, I thought it was, I thought it was an okay show. Like I wasn't super high on it, but I enjoyed like what I saw. Um, so yeah. I mean, of course, with the budget that I'm sure they had to work with, you can only do what you can do. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, I thought Krypton was a decent show, man. But, you know, of course, that is now gone. But, with that said, 
Titans is back. I haven't peeped the new episode yet. I will be reviewing it, but Titans is back. That's a show that I'm digging. You know, shouts to DC, mm-hmm. DC Universe, even though y'all need to get y'all, like, marketing together or something, because I don't know what y'all <laughs> doing. Like, people don't even know y'all exist. And then y'all canceling shows, like, when the first episode come out, like, y'all bugging. But <laughs> Titans is back. Swamp Thing was hard. Y'all canceled it. But at least Titans is back. So we'll see how that plays. Yeah. Are you excited for the um, CW um, you know, Crisis on Infinite Earths crossovers with the other five shows? Mm. Mm. <laughs> okay, here's here's my thing with CWDC. CWDC okay. was straight blazing right, as it began. Um, yeah. Season the first two seasons of Arrow are definitely worth your time. The first two seasons of The Flash are worth your time. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, mm, Heroes of Tomorrow, though. Uh, well, Legends of Tomorrow. Uh, yeah. Now, uh, Supergirl, her first season when she was on CBS, I believe, or was it NBC? Mm-hmm. CBS. Um, yeah, CBS. Yeah. Her, first, her first season, I was into. And then when she went to CW, I was like, yo, what's happening? And then uh, I think it was either season two or season three where they had the other young, uh, the other women that, like, had, that were just as strong as she was. Like, you know, they had different powers, and they were both, like, able to take her on. Like, they did have yeah. one big fight, and I was like, oh, snap, this is going to be dope. We're going to get a whole bunch of, like, really good fights because Supergirl, you know, she's super, so she has to fight big, strong people. And mm-hmm. when, like, the rest of the season was just her, like, kind of, like, being sad, and yeah. that, that was it, and, like, not really showing her power, and I was like, yo, this is, this is your time, Supergirl, do your thing. And, and and they didn't let it do a thing. And I was like, I don't know if I really want to watch this as much anymore because uh, it's getting kind of weak. And then it got even more melodramatic, uh, and I really, really didn't like it. Um, Arrow, uh, the fight scenes at Arrow is still fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something Arrow has always came with. But with that said, um, yeah, the melodrama in that joint. When his son was like, I'm, I'm going to stay with my grandparents. I was like, good, go. This is called <laughs> Arrow, not Arrow, son. Don't know I want to see you. Yeah, killing me. The Felicity about to get on my nerves, son. Like, don't even get me started with that. <laughs> so, yeah, but Black Lightning, on the other hand, Black Lightning comes through. But Black Lightning, I think... I think Black Lightning, uh, and, and this is why I think the last season of Arrow was kind of cool to tune back into. The mm-hmm. villain in Black Lightning seemed way more scary and way more credible as a threat than pretty much anybody else in the DC universe right now. Um, mm-hmm. Well, not in the DC universe, in the CW DC universe. Um, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? You look at, you look at so, something like, um, who was the villain in Arrow last season? I can't remember the, uh, the guy. He's been in tons of stuff, but he was, 
He was a credible threat. Like, he was killing people. He burned a man alive. Like, that dude was, like, real, son. And then they just, like, kind of got rid of him. I was like, no, this is a good villain. Like, Oh, yeah. Like, um, 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 Adrian Paul as Dante, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I, no, no. Was it Dante the one that did it? But whoever it was, he burned a man alive on the roof. And I was like, yo, this dude is real. Like, this is a real villain. Oh, Ricardo Diaz? Oh, yeah, Diaz. That's what his name. Yeah. Diaz was the dude. I was like, yo, this is a real villain, son. And, like, then they're like, oh, well, he's gone. He just ran away or something like that. I'm like, man, come on, man. Like, but then you take that um, and juxtapose it with uh, uh, my man from uh, Black Lightning. Uh, Dad, can't think of his name right now. Um, it'll come to me. Like, he be killing people like it ain't nothing. Like, and, and he's threatening. You know what I'm saying? It's scary. Like, yeah. you see him do things, and you're like, oh, this guy might kill somebody. Like, he killed, he killed the Blue Ranger, man. Like, like, oh, Tobias Whale. That's his name. So, Tobias Whale, yeah. yeah, yeah. Tobias Whale, the dude had the, uh, Blue Ranger do mad computer stuff for him, and then he was like, alright, yo, yeah, you done. Go in, get a car, ride off to the sunset. Then they blew up the car, yo. Like, he wow. always, like, like, he be killing people, like, for real. He be killing like your mama, your daddy, like everybody. Like he, like he's a threat. He's someone who's like, yo, this dude gotta go. Like, mm-hmm. but, but Supergirl doesn't really but, have those type of villains. Yeah. But aren't they gonna well, make Black Lightning connect with them? But I'm saying, but aren't they gonna make Black Lightning connect to the Arrowverse with the whole infinite <sighs> thing? You think? That's yeah. that's the word. I hope not, man. But that's the word. It's probably already happened. Like, at first, I wanted him to be part of, you know, the Arrowverse. But then, when I saw the first season of Black Lightning and saw the subsequent seasons of Arrow and Flash, I was like, nah, let him, let him stay separate, son. Cause like, like, they, they shows is getting whack. It's like, Arrow has way too many heroes on the show now. It's like, dude, like, why are they like, yo, this is Arrow, what is this, Arrow and Friends? Like, what is, like, oh. Alright, you know what? Here goes. Let me talk about, let me talk about quote Mr. Terrific for a second. And I know we overtime, y'all. Like, y'all, look, hey, you on the train or at work, just listen. Alright, so this dude's <laughs> supposed to have dreads, right? I mean, no, he's supposed to have cornrows, right? Cornrows every time he fights. But dude got a full afro, son. Alright, now, if you're black and if you have ever had cornrows, uh, uh, done or watched someone get cornrows done, you ain't getting that done in like 10 minutes, B. How is he getting that? Like, how? Who? What? Does he have like mad ill African hair braiders, like on call, stat, whatever? Cause I, right, you'll see him have a fro. It'll be like one of those like, kind of like whack fro's too. Like he ain't brushed in like a couple of days. And then like next thing you know, he's in the jacket, which he looks like whack in that jacket. And that jacket is so sweet. <laughs> like, so, like, Mr. Terrific is sweet. The TV version. He's not that sweet. But you see him like 10 minutes later, and he got, he got cornrows. I'm like, how do you do that? <laughs> Maybe that's his superpower. Maybe his superpower is that his hair is extremely braidable. I, like, <laughs> it's just, I think, I think it's because whoever wrote this, whoever wrote this should have been like, yo, look, you got to cut your hair for this role. And then yeah, the dude was like, yo, really yo I, I ain't cut my hair, yo. I'm staying real. I want to rock a fro. They'd be like, all right, well, can you at least braid it? All right, well, I can braid it. But they never thought 
that, hey, it takes like two hours to braid some somebody's head or something like like to do cornrows, especially the length of the hair, how many cornrows? Are you doing like the thin cornrows? Are you doing the thick cornrows? Like are you doing designs <laughs> with the corn? There's tons of things that could take mad time to do cornrows, man. Alright? Saying his hair doesn't break. It's up. funny. It's funny. That's that's the thing that really annoys you. That bothers you. Yo, it annoys me. The cornrows. <laughs> the cornrows annoy me so hard. That and Felicity being like, "Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna get justice for myself." Be like, "Girl, shut up." But <laughs> and then you got you got Dinah. You know, saying she want to be a cop now. It's like, yo. I mean, I know she was a cop, but I mean, she want to be like a cop, cop now. Gonna be like, well, I'm following all the rules. I ain't gonna be a vigilante no more. You act like, like me. I'm sick of Renee. Every time Renee always talks about the glades, the glades. I'm like, oh, shut up. Yo, Renee with the wackest suit. Like, I right, first thing, get your like, I right, if you don't get your hockey mask wearing, like Casey Jones wannabe hat, non-bullet shooting, just. Wax self off the show, like uh, and that's why, and that's how I feel about that's how I feel about CWDC outside of uh, outside of Black Lightning right now. And if the Black Lightning season three is whack, I'm gonna be doing the same thing with it. But right now, I, mm-hmm. everything outside of Black Lightning is just uh, you're killing me. Mm-hmm. That's, that's how I feel. But, like I said, the first two seasons of Arrow are definitely worth your time. The first two seasons of The Flash are super fly. Like, you got um, that uh, that crossover when Firestorm and Arrow and The Flash fought Reverse Flash. That yes. was straight that was gold. Yeah. But we haven't had any moments like that in a minute. It's just been some corny stuff, man. They're mad corny. Mm-hmm. Like, and Yo, I know they can do better. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I know they can do better. Do better, yeah. And the thing is, yeah, it gets reliable with like the Flash, the, the Flash and Friends, and Arrow and Friends. It's like you know, it's it's too much characters and too much people, and they ring around the characters sometimes. And then the different Harrison Wells is like, okay, you know. yeah, it's like, like because they wanted they wanted to kill Reverse Flash, but they were like, oh, Harrison Wells is a great actor. How do we get him back in here? Oh, there's oh, there's other universes, so we'll just get another Harrison Wells. <laughs> Every season right. we'll get a different Harrison Wells from a different earth, you know. And yeah, uh, but sticking on CW, someone who who got whacked but got better again, Supernatural, and they're going into their final season. Supernatural, oh, I, Supernatural season one through uh, yeah. season one through six with some flame season. Straight flame. Yeah. Quality show. Season seven through like 12 or so, mm-hmm. got a little bit on the doo-doo tip. But they came back. And now they're good again. You know what I'm saying? And they're going into their final season. I'm excited. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I want to see the boys ride off into the sunset. That might not happen. Because in the season finale of the last episode, um, God isn't too happy with them. But with that said, I'm, I'm excited to see what they got coming. 
I still have not seen one episode of Supernatural, but everybody talks about it. It's really good. <laughs> Supernatural is the realest, yo. It, it's, it's cool. It's like, it, it had a slump. It had a slump, but they get, they recovered. You know what I'm saying? So hopefully Arrow and Flash, Supergirl, all of them can recover. You know what I'm saying? This season, you know, I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens this season. Yeah. And and then finally, let's talk about the, the I guess the last, is going to be the last season for the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., man, and I thought the season was great, man. I can't wait to see what happens. And, you know, that's, you see, and, it, and it's explainable because it's like they, I think it's, they're in a different timeline and stuff. So it's like easy explainable, even though it's not like connected to the movies or whatnot. Yeah, it's, it's weird. They like connected it to the movies, but then they was like, oh, we're not as connected. You know what I'm saying? Yep. <laughs> but, uh, but the final season, um, they've already finished filming it, you know, so. They're already done with their stuff. I think I think this is time. It's one of those shows where I'm like, you know what? It's time. It's time. You know, I'm not mad at this show. Um, season one is that you can skip season one. Uh, well, see, it's tough because there's certain things that go in there. But I think you can watch season two and kind of pick up because season two is where it actually starts to get better. Um, season one was just, Ugh. Um, season three and four though are probably the better seasons. I'd probably mm-hmm. say season three and four are like worth actually like you sitting down and watching them. Everything else is kind of just like uh, touch and go. This last season did bring it up because you know you you switched the uh, dynamics with um uh, with uh, Colson not being Colson being kind of like Colson's body, but then being kind of, I guess, I guess you could say possessed by alien sort of Colson. So you had that. Yeah. Uh, you had Agent May and her feelings with that. Um, you had the space stuff with like Enoch and um, Fitz uh, and Simmons. So you had some cool moments. Uh, one of the best episodes is probably when Fitz Simmons have their, like, mental thing where, like, they're, like, in each other's minds. So this one had some uh, strong episodes. So this yeah. might – this season was definitely better than last season um, where they were in space and, they're, and they're, they're, like, running down the same hallway over and over again. That was just like, yeah. But this season definitely stepped it back up. Um, and shouts to May. Well, shouts to Ming-Na Wen. Um, she, she's been dope forever, so – and I mean, you saw yeah. the watch along on Street Fighter. Like she, she's a bomb. So she's, a bomb. <laughs> yeah. Like she's been like, yeah, like she's in her late fifties and she's been around forever, man. And you know, you yeah, know how they say black don't cry. You know, Asian, Asian doesn't crack either, man. She looks the same. Wow, I didn't know she was in her late fifties. Yeah, man, is she still yeah, like Robert? Robert yeah, Robert oh, Downey Jr. is in late fifties too. Yeah, but Robert Downey Jr., like, once he puts that mask on, like, he's essentially a CGI character. Like, Ming Na yeah. Wen is actually, like, you know, fighting people and rolling around and doing flips and yeah. hip tosses and stuff. Wow, I did not know. See, Ming Na Wen, yeah, she was born in 63. Yep. <laughs> wow, 55 years old. Wow. Oh, man. 
Yeah. Not bad. So she, she's still doing it. She's still pulling off the moves in a very, mm-hmm. like, convincing way. It isn't like, you know, you see her do a move, and you're like, yeah, right. Like, yeah. <laughs> it isn't one of those situations. No, I can't wait to see the next summer, man. It's going to be awesome. So, yeah, that that season, I'm I'm ready for. I want them to, I'm ready for them to end on a bang. So I'm I'm ready for that, Joey. Yeah. I, you know, we'll we'll see how it really plays out, but you know, I'm ready for it to end with a bang. And you know, of course, at the finale, you know, me and like Architron or somebody, we'll we'll do a review and you know see how I re- how it really really went down. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and there's a, I'm telling you, there's a lot of good things, man. There's a lot of good things happening. Like, it, I, I love our different topics from like the '80s till now, and all the stuff that's happening, man. Like, I think the future is looking bright. And if anything is, if the future is going to be anything like the '80s, and I think I just think we're going to have a whole lot of different diversity, a lot of different stuff that's going to happen. But I don't know, like going back to the '80s, I don't know if we'll ever touch that peak, but. Hey man, like I never would have thought we would have had an Avengers movie or a Justice League yeah, movie. Yeah, so and like, we're evolving. Even though, even though you know, what I'm saying even though I was tripping and bugging out on CW, the the amazing thing about the the golden age of like you know like geek or whatever that we're in, like think about this: CW has like five superhero shows that I don't yeah. even have to watch. And I can still get tons of stuff from like Netflix or Hulu or you know mm-hmm. you know Disney or something. It's so there's tons out there for people to watch. Like perfect example, like I'm not a super Harry Potter fan, but for Harry Potter mm-hmm. fans, there's seven or eight movies plus the new Fantastic Beast stuff. So it's like something for everybody out there now. So it's like it's not mm-hmm. like the eighties when it was like, all right, man, like yo, we got like two movies. Is it <laughs> or like that yeah. America movie ca- that came out back then? Oh, God, that's so horrible. Oh, yeah. that's you know what? That's mm. another movie you're gonna have to watch. We're gonna have to watch that. We had to watch that on the show. That, that's oh, another, yes, we gotta another, do a watch along with that, man. That's another classic trash. Yeah. <laughs> or how about The Punisher with Dolph Lundgren? <laughs> oh, man, who that uh, Dolph Lundgren boys. So, so yeah. such a bad well the funny thing is he's actually a pretty decent actor now like the stuff in yeah. like uh, Creed 2 I was like yo I kind of felt for his character I was like I kind of see yeah. you know he just wants his you know kind of he kind of just wants his like respect and you know like he wants the glory days back like he, he kind of brought that through I was like alright go ahead with your more with your old what act yourself <laughs> but uh man, but we have gone over time. We've done some cool stuff. We've been on for uh, about an hour and a half. So before we get out of here, yeah. the Atomic Podcast, the host, CEO, operating manager, all that stuff, super awesome cat. Ethan Guzman, tell them where they can find you. <laughs> they can find me at DA Atomic Podcast on Twitter. Um, you can hear the show on Stitcher, SoundCloud, and iTunes. And um, if you want to hear me talk to different people in the entertainment realm, um, wrestlers, politicians, authors, you name it. And and that's pretty much it, man. And um, it's it's an honor talking with the man, the myth, 
Michael Young, man. The awesome nerd soul, man. Box it all the time, man. And thank you, man. Oh, boy. That's right. N-E-R-D-S-O-U-L. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Make sure to subscribe and hit that thumbs up. If you hit that thumbs down, I'm going to send the Punisher after you. Also, you can check me out on iHeartRadio. Get that podcast. Check me out on TikTok. All that jazz. You can find a player. But with that saying, you know what I'm saying? We have, we have blessed y'all with tons of stuff to trip over and disagree or agree and all that stuff with. So make sure you check out the podcast over on, of course, the Atomic Podcast. Check me out on YouTube.com slash NerdSoul, N-E-R-D-S-O-U-L, one word. And I guess from till sometime in the future, next month, something like that, it's from us. Yeah. Peace. Yeah. Peace out. We'll have more information and more news coming up.